Hi everyone, welcome back to Rugby Property Radio. I'm Ian Havel. Today I'm going to be talking about which houses are actually selling across the rugby property market. Beast from the East, Russia, Facebook, Brexit, Trump, house prices up, house prices down. The press is full of column inches on Brit's favourite subjects of politics, scandal, weather and not forgetting, and I appreciate the irony of this, the property market. As an agent belonging to a national group of letting and estate agents, talking to my fellow property professionals from around the UK, the one thing that is immediately apparent is the UK does not have one property market. It is a hodgepodge patchwork of lots of small property markets, all performing in different ways. That made me think, is there just one rugby property market or many? I like to keep an eye on the property market here in rugby on a regular basis because it enables me to give the best advice and opinion on what or not to buy in rugby. Be that to a buy-to-let property for a rugby landlord or an owner-occupy house for a homeowner. So I thought... How could I scientifically split the rugby housing market into segments so I could see which part of the market was performing the best and the worst? I decided the best way was to split the rugby property market into four equal sized price brands. Each price band would have around 25% of the property in rugby from the lowest in value, the lowest quartile or 25%, all the way through to the highest 25% in terms of value, the upper quartile. Looking at the market, I've calculated that the price brands in rugby are the lowest quartile up to 160,000, the lower to middle quartile from 160,001 to 230,000, the middle to upper quartile from 230,001 to 325,000, and the upper quartile, or highest 25% in terms of value, from £325,001 and upwards. So having split the rugby property market approximately into four equal sizes, the results, in terms of what price band has sold subject to contract, the most is quite enlightening. The lowest quartile has sold 61.4%, the lower to middle quartile, 68.4%, the middle to upper quartile, 44.8%, and the upper quartile of 33.1%. The best performing price range in rugby is the lower to middle quartile. As I would expect, the upper quartile, or the top 25%, is finding things toughest. Interestingly, for rugby landlords, the lower quartile is also selling well meaning there are plenty of rugby landlords buying properties to add to their buy-to-let portfolios. Even though the number of first-time buyers did increase in 2017, it was from a low base and the vast majority of 20-somethings cannot buy so need a roof over their head, hence the need to rent somewhere. It is a fact that British and rugby's housing markets have ridden the storms of the oil crisis in the 70s, the 80s depression, Black Monday in the 90s, and latterly the credit crunch, together with the various house price crashes of 1973, 
1987 and 2008. No matter what happens to us, Brexit or anything else, unless the government starts to build hundreds of thousands extra houses each year, demand will always outstrip supply. So maybe it is time for rugby landlords investors to bag a bargain. If you want to know where those rugby buy-to-let bargains are, follow my rugby property blog or drop me an email because irrespective of which agent you use, whether it be myself or any other excellent agents in rugby, many local landlords ask me my thoughts, opinion and advice on what and not to buy locally and I wouldn't want you to miss out on those thoughts. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to drop me a line on 01788 820011 or for more of my thoughts on the local rugby property market visit my blog www.rugbypropertyblog.co.uk thanks for listening to rugby property radio i'm ian havel your local rugby property expert